This is Madeline. And this is Cammie. And you're listening to the Communities That Convert podcast. Episode number 109. Oh, technology. It is a love-hate relationship. I know. I love to hate it. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Welcome to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cammie Hoiza. In this podcast, you will learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. You will hear tips, ideas, and advice you can use right now on how to grow your own community and provide value that inspires them to take action. Are you ready to get started? This episode is brought to you by the Communities That Convert Facebook group. Come join us in our private group because it's the place where we continue the conversation from here. All you have to do is go to Facebook and look up communities that convert and look for the groups or you can go directly there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash communities that convert and be sure to use our secret word action yeah action now one of the objections we get most often is that people are uncertain about how to use the technology or they want to make sure they have the right setup to get started. And Kimmy and I always say, start with what you have. It's just really a simple and easy way to get started. So you only need four things for a great live stream. You need a camera to do your video. You need audio, light, and a platform to stream it on. You can get all three for less than $100, but it can be even less if you use what you already have. I mean, most of us have a really good smartphone that takes amazing video. I remember back in the olden days, and I mean, I'm talking like five, six, seven years ago, when you always had to lug around a digital camera to do video. And these days, our smartphones have better cameras than we had just a few years ago. So we all pretty much have that capability right now, unless you're old school and you're using a flip phone. If you're not on a flip phone, then there's really no reason why you couldn't make a great live stream using what you've got right now in your hand. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's funny you say that because I actually ran across a whole bunch of videos that I live streamed with Ustream years ago, and I pulled them up and they look like a postage stamp on my computer. Because you know, back then the resolution was so different. So yeah, I'm not surprised when I when I remember those old videos on Ustream, they were, they were little bitty. Yeah, they're tiny. So anyway, we thought we would take this episode and share the technology we use across these four areas of video, audio, light, and live streaming platforms. And we are going to talk to you a little bit about the things we had on hand when we started and also some very low cost versions of them that you can use if you want to. And we definitely are going to link to all these in the show notes. So we're going to be talking about a lot of tools. So if you're out running or driving your car, don't worry. We've put them all in the show notes. So all you have to do is go over to our communitiesatconvert.com forward slash episode 109 and you can check out all of these tools there. But we're just going to give you an overview and let you know what we use. So Madeline, why don't you start with video? Yeah, let's talk, let's talk about video. So as I said before, you know, smartphone, that's an easy way, or you can use a video camera. Some of us still have nice video equipment, but most of the smartphones we have these days have an amazing camera inside of it. You can start with that. And what you want to do is you want to maybe prop it up or get a small tripod that holds your phone. That's really the best way to go because if we hold it ourselves, it's usually a little too shaky. And Kimmy, Mm -hmm. you use one of those Manfrotto tabletop tripods and I love your, you have a really cool one. I'm like, 
always having tripod envy when I see yours because it's, it's really a nice one. And you got that on Amazon, right? Yeah. And it was not very expensive, guys. Okay. So, I mean, this is under $20, right? So I, and I also get a, I got a cheap phone clamp to put on it. And I love it because you can open it up as far as you want and use these little things to um, tighten it down. And then you can turn it, you know, either landscape or um, upright. So you can kind of go either way, vertical or horizontal. And so if you have that, it really does help you to um, make things very stable. Yeah, for sure. I've been using the Archon tripods. I love Archon. And, and I know I mentioned in previous episode about my really, really old tabletop tripod that came with a Canon SLR camera. I use that a lot, but I do like the Archon. As long as you have some kind of phone clamp, you can use, you know, any tripod that you may have. I mean, many of us have tripods laying around that have just been collecting dust for years. So you get the little phone clamp for that and uh, you'll be good to go. So yeah, and we'll have links to all these things we're talking about in the show notes if you want to go check them out further. But just if you want to go free, just prop up your phone. It it really, you can get creative with it. I mean, I I don't know about you, Kami, but there's been some times where I didn't have a tripod with me and I just got super creative with finding books or things to hold up my phone so I can press that button and go live. Yeah, actually, we just did a happy birthday song to my mother last night and we just propped it up on the um, island. So even with all the tools we have in the house, we we were too lazy, I guess, to go upstairs and grab <laughs> the tripod. Anyway, so moving on to audio. So audio is probably one of the most important things after video because people don't like to listen to tinny or, you know, kind of echoey audio. And we are kind of audio snobs. So we'll fully admit that up front. Actually, I'll say that Madeline's an audio snob and, kind of, you know, <laughs> I am. And you've converted me. Okay. You've converted me to be one. So if you want to go fancy, you can buy a, a little mic that you plug into your phone. I use this really cute one. It's called U mic. It looks like YouTube colors. You know, it's Y-O-U mic, M-I-C. Mics are spelled M-I-C instead of K-E because that's a person. So you can go to Amazon and grab one of those. It's $11.99 and it's a really good mic. Um, You use a Boya mic, right? Is that what you said? Yeah, I started, you know, when I was first doing this and, and doing live streaming with my phone, I got the Boya mic. I didn't want to invest a whole lot of money into this. I didn't know if it was something I was going to do a lot of. So my good friend, our good friend, Justin Brown, he's like a YouTube expert, mentioned the Boya mic and it's very inexpensive as $17. I mean, who doesn't want a decent lapel mic you can plug right into your phone for $17? But I will say, Kimmy, this year I did go ahead and step it up and I got me a Rode Smart Lav. You know, those are really nice microphones. They're not super expensive. If if it's something that you are going to start doing more regularly with these live streams, you go from 17 to 65 It's $65. And it does sound better, but for the money, the, that Boya mic is pretty darn good. Right. And back in the olden days, I also had a guy, Nan Palmero, who we had him do a lot of photo walks with us. He's just a photographer that I know really well in San Antonio. And I took him on a lot of photo walks with my influencers, you know, and they were trying to, he was trying to teach us how to use our video and audio really well. And one of the things that they told us is you can even use your earbuds. So, you know, just grabbing an earbud and using it as a mic, it's not the most ideal, but it's free and most people have them. The only thing you can't use, obviously, is a Bluetooth that you put in your ear because you can't hold that up to somebody else. And sometimes they don't necessarily work so well with audio, although I know you use them sometimes. So tell me about that. So what I do when I'm doing video, I will wear the AirPods and use them as my headphones, but I do not use it for the microphone. I've done a lot of research. I've done a lot of testing, and I have found that microphones in webcams and microphones in AirPods are not very good. So webcams are great for having good video, 
but not to have the audio for the microphone. And same thing with the AirPods. AirPods are great for listening. They're not so good for putting out through a microphone. So that's just my two cents from all my experimentation when it comes to that. Yeah, that's great. And so I think that's a, that's a really good you know, recommendation is that we keep it simple at first. And by the way, as you get more knowledgeable about how these things work, you can get a little bit more geeky and get some things that are a little bit, you know, better. And you can get better like Rode microphones and all that kind of stuff. But really, you can start pretty simply with like a $12 microphone or even your ear, you know, your plug-in ear phones. And I know now with the iPhone, there's some of the iPhones that don't have the plug-in anymore. So how do you manage that? So you have to get the little dongle and it comes with that. So I always keep it nearby because like my Boya mic and my uh, my uh, Rode uh, Lav mic, I've got to use that. I got to use the little dongle to go from uh, that to my phone. So you, you just have to kind of know, start learning this technology, get to know how this works and make sure if you have to carry around a little dongle like that, that you, you might want to have an extra one because they're, they're easy to lose because they're small. Or you could just go with Android because they still let you pull it Or go it with in. Android. I'm an <laughs> iPhone user. I will always be an iPhone user. I've had an iPhone since the very first one, since I, I they didn't call it iPhone one, but like I've had iPhone one all the way to 10. So yeah, yeah you're not going to convert me to Android, but and I don't really see that dongle is that big of a deal. I just keep one on my desk. So if I pull out my one of my you know microphones, clip on mics, I just make sure it's nearby. Not a big deal. No. And I have a Samsung Galaxy 10. So it, it also does a great job with video and audio. It's awesome. So we love to be like on the opposite sides of that divide. But, you know, I know all of you out there that are listening, you do one or the other. So understand that there's definitely ways around in both cases. For sure. So why don't you talk about light? We need the lighting. Light. Lighting is so important. Not everybody thinks about this one, but it's really important. Now, you can do something as simple as sitting in front of a window. I've always had my offices, my home offices be in front of a large window. I like that because I don't have to have a bunch of lights on when I'm working. I just like natural lighting, but it works well when you're doing video because you got light hitting you and that can work out really well because you definitely want to light up your face. You want people to be able to see you. And if your lighting is not that great, you can buy a ring light. Those are really popular. It's just a light in the shape of a ring. I remember the first time I saw that, I think it was Kim Garst when she, you know, she was kind of like one of the early, early adopters to live stream video years back. And I remember seeing her, her, her ring light. I was like, I got to have one of those. So I got me one and then I didn't like it because with glasses, I wear glasses and like, I just couldn't find the right placement to make it work well. Even though it had a dimmer, it just, even on the low, it was a little too bright for my liking. So, and that's, you know, spending a little bit more money, like $100 or so. But there are so many ways of doing this inexpensively. I know, Cami, you have one of those little clip-on ring lights for your phone. Those are yeah, really inexpensive. It. And I have one yeah, too. Yeah, they're great. I love those guys. That's like $11 again. Some are not very expensive. They're really great for Christmas presents too. <laughs> Yeah, because you don't have to have, I mean, the more expensive lighting and gear is great when you're doing more of a bigger production. But if you, you know, if you're just starting out and you're using your phone, what ways can you light things up in that area? You're not in such a big space like when you're doing a bigger production. With your phone, you just want to light up you, your facial area, and a small ring light can do wonders for that. So we'll have links in the show notes to, you know, Kami has her ring light in there. I also have a link I'm going to put in for all of my audio and video gear that I use, everything from the inexpensive to a little, no, I'm not going to say expensive because my stuff's not expensive, only my microphone. This microphone I'm, I'm talking into 
that was a little pricey, but everything else I use is not crazy expensive. I have it all on my website, madelinesclar.com slash gear. I'll make sure that's in the show notes. And Kami, you also have a link to your gear as well, right? Yeah, I actually put it together in an Amazon list. It's at bit.ly forward slash bit.ly forward slash Cami's video gear. I mean, we have that all here. And I say for the more advanced in our show notes, although all of the stuff that we've talked about is actually in here, all the way up to my lights that I have, you know, in my studio, the things I use at the live streaming event that I do every month, including like even sound equipment that we use. So you can look at all of that stuff. If you're more advanced, believe me, we have we have you covered. So but I just want to say with the technology we all have today with our phones and just our surroundings, there's no reason for all of you listening right now to not go out and do a live video. You could do one today after you listen to this podcast if you wanted to, because you can use your phone, do it natively on whichever live stream platform you want to do it on, whether it's Facebook or LinkedIn or or Instagram, and you can sit in front of a window and you can prop up your phone and you're ready to live stream. So it really can be that simple. We don't want to scare you away with all this tech because it can get a little crazy. It can get a little costly if you you know want to go all out, but you don't have to to start. So we hope that this is inspiring you. Now, Kami, you're going to talk about what comes next, you know, after we do, you know, we're kind of going in order of like what things you've got to have in place. So what's next up? So yeah, the fourth thing that we need to have is a platform, obviously, for streaming. So a tool or a native platform, like you said, go native. Unless you have a guest, you can go native with Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and now even LinkedIn. Like I told you about, they're rolling out LinkedIn Live in the last episode. I actually just got LinkedIn Live and I'm going to be starting to live stream smart social secrets from my LinkedIn platform soon. I'm planning that right now, putting together all the content. But even if you don't have that, there's you can go live almost anywhere without any tool whatsoever. So in episode 93, we went in depth about which platforms you should choose to run your live stream, whether it be Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. So you want to pick a platform. That would be the first thing that you want to do. And then you want to get a tool. So what do you, why don't you talk a little bit about the tools that you would need, Malin? Sure, because tools can make the experience a lot better. Native is great, but it's not always easy to bring on a guest. Some of them, I know Instagram is really wonky when you try to bring a guest mm. on. It doesn't work very well for that. So mm-hmm. there are tools out there that make this so much easier. Uh, you can use a live streaming tool like StreamYard. I know, Cami, you're a big fan of StreamYard. I've signed up for it. I haven't really used it much yet. I've been using BeLive for years. That's been my favorite for a long time. But there's so many others out there. But StreamYard is is very affordable, right? I mean, that doesn't cost very much, does it, Cami? No, it's $20 a month, but also it's free, actually. You can actually use it for free as long as you keep their branding. It's free right now. And it, and they give you all the features. It's It's really great, or most of them anyway. Um, there's some things you can't do, like some overlays and some you know, background stuff and whatever. But generally speaking, you can add a lot of stuff, like including the lower thirds that has your little, your name on it and everything. So it's really great. And I love StreamYard. And by the way, that's how I got my LinkedIn Live access because they actually have a partnership with LinkedIn Live. So if you're interested in LinkedIn Live, I would suggest that you go and look at StreamYard because they have that as one of their integrations. So that's kind of how I got that. So there's many other tools out there, but yeah, I, I... kind of chose StreamYard after many years of using different things for the social media breakfast. So we've been using that. And it also connects with Restream.io, which is another cool tool that then sends your your stream out to multiple platforms at one time, which has been really kind of cool. So I've been kind of experimenting with that. Yeah, those are great tools. Right. 
Yeah. And there's so many out there, as I mentioned before, some are free, some are paid. With StreamYard, you said you can get it for free, but with their branding, which means their logo is going to be embedded in the video. I know mm-hmm. with BeLive, they have a live version as well. I mean, a free version where I don't remember all the details because I've always paid for it, but I believe it, there's a restriction on how many minutes. I think it's 20 minutes a week yeah. or something like that with their branding in it as well. But for some of y'all, that might be a good way to start where you can use all the features. It'll just have that tool's logo on it. That's not necessarily a big deal when you're first starting out. Now, there's so many tools out there. We rounded a, a few of these up free and paid in episode number 80. So we like broke it all down in detail with pros and cons. So that's uh, episode, you know, with a lot of these episodes, when we're talking about them, you can always go to communitiesatconvert.com slash episode and whatever number that was episode 80. So communitiesatconvert.com slash episode 80. But we'll also have that in the show notes for you as well. And Cami, you're going to share a ninja tip because we love ninja. T- that's like our new thing now. Ninja tips. We need a little sound bite for that, too. Ninja tip time. I don't know. Something cool. <laughs> ninja tip time. Yeah. So the ninja tip is not about technology at all. It's about human technology. And that is get some help from a friend or a virtual assistant during your live streams. I, for years, have done the live stream at Social Media Breakfast pretty much by myself, although I'd say, hey, hit this button <laughs> to somebody that was sitting there. But just recently, I um, went ahead and bit the bullet and I now have Katie uh, Moreno, who comes with me, and she actually runs it. And I cannot tell you how amazingly different and unstressful last month's social media breakfast was for me because I went ahead and invested in that. So you don't even have to pay for somebody to do it. You could have a friend, especially if you're doing virtual, sit at their desk and say, Hey, can you handle the comment section for me? I did that with Christy Gillantine, did that for a long time for social media breakfast, you know, that she would talk to people in the stream for me. So that people felt welcomed because I can't exactly talk to people while I'm sitting up on like a, you know, a bar stool. I can't see what's going on online. And my phone's being used to stream to, you know, Facebook and Paris, I mean, to Twitter and Periscope. So yeah, it was, it was really great to have somebody to help with that. And always with Christy too, it was great to have her. So having somebody to help you during those moments, because, you know, technology, sometimes it goes awry. And if you're going to be using it, there's always going to be like, I can't hear you or the stuff is going on. And if you have somebody that you have like on a text, you know, maybe you open up a line on Skype or on your just a text, you know, on your phone so that they can say, hey, we don't hear you. And then you can kind of work on that. It really does help. It really helps to have somebody in there with you. So get help from a friend or a VA during your live streams. It will don't do like I did. Do not wait, you know, 10 years before you get help. (laughs) That's a great (laughs) tip. But also don't let that keep you from just starting and just doing. But as you do this more, you'll get more comfortable and you may see that you definitely want help every time. But the point is just start doing this, get out there and just do it. But that's a great tip. I love that, Kimi. I'm so glad you mentioned that. So we have a call to action for this episode. We're winding this down now. Uh, We want you to choose one tool that you already have for each of these four areas, for your camera to do your video, your audio, your light and platform and do a live stream. I mean, we want you to like do this and get started and you're going to see how awesome and easy this is. We want you to tag us, tag me at Madeline Sklar and tag Cami at Cami Chat in whichever social network platform you end up using because we want to come watch. So let us know and we'll be there for you. Absolutely. So we may not be there live, but we will definitely come and check it out afterwards and and watch it. So definitely tag us and let us know when you do this because we love action takers. 
Yep. And be sure to join us on our Facebook group because we like to go there to continue the conversation after this podcast episode comes out. Go to communitiesatconvert.com slash group. And we ask you to tell us the, the secret word when you join. Cami, what is that secret word? Action. That was kind of obvious, right? <laughs> I think anybody, <laughs> anybody that's new to us is probably like, gosh, I sure say action a lot. I should have known that's the secret word. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in for another awesome episode. We just love sharing all this great stuff with you and can't wait to do it again next week. We'll see you then. See you then. Bye. Hey, this is Madeline, and I want to let you know you can connect with us on our website at communitiesatconvert.com. You can get all the information in the show notes for this episode. And we also encourage you to visit us on our Twitter profiles. You can reach out to me at Madeline Sklar. That's spelled M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-S-K-L-A-R. And also to Cammie. Her Twitter handle is at CamiChat, and that's spelled K-A-M-I-C-H-A-T. We look forward to hearing from you. Hey, Madeline, don't forget, we want to give a shout out to our friend Todd Giantasio from The Growth Suite, who sponsors the Communities That Convert website. Yeah, if you want to learn how to position yourself as an authority and get found online, check them out at thegrowthsuite.com. And that's sweet spelled S-U-I-T-E. Thanks for listening to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza, where you learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. Stay in touch with Madeline and Cammie through their website at communitiesthatconvert.com. Communities That Convert.